Welcome to the Clear Skin Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a journey to uncover the secrets of achieving glowing, acne-free skin. We believe that knowledge is power, and by understanding the root causes of your acne, we can create a solid foundation for long-lasting clear skin. I'm Katie Stewart, registered holistic nutritionist and founder of The Clear Skin Solution, where we help women just like you get to the root cause of their acne. And I'm Chris Brown, registered holistic nutritionist and program director in The Clear Skin Solution. Through functional testing, we pinpoint where the body system imbalances lie so we can dive deep into your acne clearing journey. We work virtually with clients to clear up their skin from the inside out and have helped thousands of women worldwide regain their confidence. So we have two types of acne. We have non-inflammatory and we have inflammatory acne. When it comes to most clients, we see we see some level of inflammation. Fair? Yep, fair. With the rosacea, that's a next level chronic inflammation of the skin. There's other host, a myriad of things, you know, eczema, you know, psoriasis, all of these things that can perpetuate into. However, when it comes to acne, and the rosacea. One word I'm going to drop here with a gasp is Accutane. So when we look at Accutane, it is usually treated or given to treat chronic inflammatory issues. And it's supposed to be used for severe widespread scarring acne, but in reality it's used for a lot less. I'm glad you don't have any tone in there. There's no... (laughs) Did I pick up on tone? Did I pick up on a little bit of sass from Katie today? I am feeling extra sassy. She's feeling extra sassy. Watch out, Chris. I don't know if I can handle that extra sassiness. Watch out, Frank. Oh, yeah. Let's put it on Frank. So now where acne is used... So Accutane can be used for rosacea. It can be used for regular acne. It shrinks the oil glands and kills bacteria up to for weeks. Say that again, Chris. I'm going to say that again, Katie. Accutane is to shrink oil glands up to four weeks. So as you take it, why are we on six months rounds? Because it builds up the stores of the pharmaceutical. What happens when clients, if they get a post-six-month great skin, what happens usually at about that six-month mark if somebody gets that far, Katie, if they get that far. Ooh, their acne comes back. Right. We see this all the time. Like I cannot even count how many clients have done not just one round of Accutane. I think our record was five rounds of Accutane. Acne came back every time and worse than before. And I tell you, nothing phases me anymore. Like when I see that for a client, my heart goes out to them and I'm like, okay, you did what you did. You did what you know. They truly, like they were trying to get rid of it. And I, like, I never want to like shame or judge anybody that has taken that medical route because I know with acne, Gosh, no. you're desperate. Like you are desperate to clear it up. And sometimes we'll, you know, we'll have, we've had a couple of clients who are like, oh, well, my cousin took Accutane and it cleared up her skin. So I'm going to take it too. So they almost get that peer pressure as well. So never feel like, you know, we're shaming you or judging you if you have taken Accutane or any type of medication because we understand the emotionally mental component of it. However, we will always be here to help educate you and empower you with knowledge so you can make your own best informed decision. Absolutely. So when we're looking at what we call acne valegris or regular acne, it's a breakout. We can get it the chest, the back, the face 
the arms. Anywhere on the body. Bum acne we've seen, shoulder acne, chest, stomach, like you name it, acne can be anywhere. Yeah. In the holistic world, we call it simple acne or common acne. Chris doesn't like the word common, just again. So, <laughs> so I call it simple acne. Acne is associated with hormone imbalances, right? Because it comes up at puberty or at menopause. We're like, why all of a sudden is our skin fine? And then we break out. Adrenals are huge. Let me put this out there. The adrenals in with acne are ginormous. And that can also be related to blood sugar. So we have a whole lot of information saturated through, I mean, even your recipes, blood sugar stability. It's right across the board. Like blood sugar stability is one of the most important things we look at when formulating foods and recipes and any suggestions for clients because when we're looking at acne, which truly is the hair follicles becoming clogged with dead skin, the sebum, which is that oil that clogs their pores, which causes the inflammation, which leads to the pimples. And, you know, if you've followed us for any length of time, you've listened to previous episodes, you know that at the core root of acne is that inflammation, that oxidative stress. We got poor gut health, sluggish detox organs, hormonal imbalances, which would include blood sugar instability. So it's there's a number of things that need to be looked at when we're looking at acne. But when we're looking at rosacea, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks different too, right? So essentially, is it fair to say that we're talking about the toxic elimination? Mm -hmm. The body gets overrun and it's just pushing stuff out. It's like, hello, you're not listening. Love me. This is where I need you to be, right? Well, it's because like your skin is the body's largest organ for detoxification. So if it's other detox pathways are struggling, it's like, hey, skin, I got a whole bunch of stuff to throw it out at you. And then the skin's like, all right, let's do it. And then we're going to be dealing with those irritations. And you might not love the acne. I mean, I didn't love didn't my love acne. Mine. I don't love it every so often when I get it for sure. But the skin is a super important root or vessel to get these toxins out. So your body is doing what it's supposed to do. It's sending you a message to say, get back to the liver, get back to the lymph nodes, get back to all the congestion, the kidneys, because we need to secrete this and we need love. Hello, kidneys. Hello, liver. They like to filter for us when they can, right? But a lot of us can't because we live in, we've just inundated them with the inflammatory foods, the inflammatory lifestyle we're living, medications and all the things. The other super understated is the blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The blood, the, the blood chi that has to be cleansed. In traditional Chinese medicine, your blood is a vessel of life. So very naive of us not to consider that like how do you how do I clean my blood what what internet search did you get that now you got everybody googling they're like blood cleansing I feel like that would bring up some weird stuff blood cleansing eat a whole food diet lots of leafy greens there's your blood cleanser right high in chlorophyll please don't take chlorophyll because my goodness now you're just going to give me heart palpitations um, unless we know so when it comes again to rosacea we might see on the face instead of the acne with the blackheads or the, the common pimples, the cysts. Cysts, sometimes I see more with uh, elevated testosterone, not all the time, but I'm just saying the inability for that testosterone because during ovulation, obviously combined, but those types of things. But rosacea, 
veiny-like behavior on the cheeks. Very red and irritated. Or like, I see purple. Yes, we will see that. I know I see different colors of skin, but like, I see purple. Like, when we say we see purple, it would be like, a, you know, it's the redness is shaded a little bit more towards that purple or that bluish spectrum than like a, a bright red. So when we look at rosacea, it's more characterized by redness. Um, it will have some pustules. What might be a little swollen because it's so irritated and inflamed. It's it's it hurts to touch. It's it's very hot. Yeah, very hot and irritated. And it's often made worse by a lot of environmental factors, right? Like sun and wind, not good for rosacea. Specific skincare rosacea sufferers need to be so careful with your skincare. That's why we have an esthetician in the Clear Skin Solution because. Mm-hmm. Like it, it needs to be very specific to the individuals with rosacea. A lot of excess heat, alcohol is a big one, big dietary one. Huge. Especially rosacea, like huge. Especially rosacea. Caffeine, spicy foods, even uh, even foods like cinnamon are, are not great for those with rosacea. And a big one, strong emotions, right? The stress. Oh my goodness. How important is stress? Like stress reduction is important for whether you have acne or rosacea. But with rosacea, it is extremely important to work through your stress response, your stress issues, and past emotional traumas. Absolutely. That's where it can kind of house. We've had clients, again, do all the things, boom, get their mindset and the face within 30 days. I'm not I'm not kidding. Like, if you want a magic wand, there we found the magic wand. We found the magic wand, everybody. It is reduce your stress. Oh my gosh. Now we just have to go trademark it and we have to, you know, go produce it. I always say like, if we could all go and just sell coconuts on the beach somewhere, quit life and, you know, sell coconuts on the beach in the sun all day, we'd probably have a lot less stress in our life. I would honestly like to be in your dreams just one night to see what you don't want. You don't want to be in there. It's not a good place. It's scary. All the things. things. Sometimes I say things to my husband. He's like, what are you even thinking about over there? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't. But with rosacea, another thing is it can be episodic for some people as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And foods tend to trigger rosacea more predominantly than acne. Now, I'm not saying that acne doesn't do that as well, where we have a food intolerance in it, you know. But rosacea even more so, like the cinnamon we talked about, the yeast, the alcohol. It's instant more so. And also gluten is a big one for rosacea sufferers. Huge, huge. It's about the body's ability to break stuff down. Now, what I see rosacea versus acne is clean up the diet. Again, lifestyle, la, 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 all those beautiful things. Yay, yay, yay. We can get a lot of great shifts. Rosacea. It's a lot of work. Well, let's, let's just throw up this hurdle. Now we went from a hundred meter dash to like, you know, a 500 meter with the hurdles. Rosacea is a little bit, a little bit harder and longer of a timeline for sure. Yeah. Because there's likely in most cases, in most cases, you're right. Because likely there's a histamine like behavior. The immune system takes in the food. Boom. The immune system goes. Or sorry, the body takes in the food, the immune system goes hairy canary, and then all of a sudden we're throwing out the DAOs and we're getting suppression and, you know, people want to take antihistamines, all the sniffing because they think they're eating hot food, but it's really a histamine-like behavior. You can still support through anti-inflammatory. That's going to be, you know, long-term gain, but usually more therapeutics when it comes to rosacea, fair? Absolutely. Because there's, with rosacea, there is a big core root cause of SIBO, which is huge, small 
intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Essentially, it means that there's uh, bacteria where it's not supposed to be in your body. Now with acne, same thing. Oh, for sure. You can get SIBO with acne. However, when it is that typical, either non-inflammatory or we're not talking chronic, that's the difference between rosacea and acne is the word chronic inflammatory response. So when we have that chronic response, absolutely. We're going to, we might be talking SIBO, exasperated issues, you know, bacteria cultures, way out of whack. Acne, still going to be a bacterial culture imbalance. We just are a little bit more relaxed with the approach versus the chronic and this chronic stress. If you've been under stress for months and months and you're not sleeping and you know, your eating habits are off, how do you feel? And does it compound? It's like con- compounding interest, this types of things, but never working in our favor. It's more like a mortgage just keeps depleting and taking. Well, with the acne, we have a good chance to get in there, change up, shift a few things, and you should start to feel better, mm-hmm. right? Bowels, mood, sleep. Uh, what's the other one I always say? Bowel, mood, sleep, energy. Yes. Rosacea, sometimes we see it tank first. When you start getting into the therapeutics, it's like, bam, again, you hit that wall and you're like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Are you sure this is working? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you sure? I'm trying to trust the process, Chris. So all of these things are connected. The SIBO, obviously not fancy, right? It's going to take, okay, I don't want to throw out numbers, but when we are in full SIBO and you're talking about therapeutics and then standard quality, 12 to 18 months, please think nothing left of, doesn't mean you have to be on a therapeutic, I'm only eating cardboard kind of, you know, meal plan. But the fact is, is that's how we get the body back into that trust, no like, nurture, so the body doesn't use the other avenue that it knows to, and that's the skin. And that's the thing I think is so important for for people and women to hear is it's not an overnight process. It is really, 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 really not, especially when we're dealing with rosacea. It's a bit of a journey. It's going to be 12 to 18 months. It's going to take, you know, consistent focused work. Of course, it's not going to always be, you know, like a a SIBO protocol or, or something intensive, but constantly, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, getting that next step, next step, next step, and not quitting because you're not getting results fast enough. Because remember, when you quit, you're not getting results at all. And you didn't come this far to only come this far. So really give yourself that mindset of this is going to take time. It's not going to always be fun, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Yeah. And rosacea, just quickly with regards to foods, right? Dried fruits, alcohol, like you said, vinegar. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about a probiotic and people are on apple cider vinegar, I'm like, ooh, is it a better than? Absolutely but it can still exasperate that. Coffee, spinach, beans, spices, avocados. I'm not going to be loved for this last one. Uh-oh, here she brings it out. I know what it's going to be. Chocolate. Ooh, chocolate. And there goes Chris's fan base. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, goodbye, Chris. We're, we're out of here. Now I'm back to just family, and I think they left me about 10 years ago, so it's okay. <laughs> So when we're looking at rosacea, though, uh, we already mentioned SIBO and how it stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, right? And I know there's a, there's been a number of studies done on SIBO, the microbiome, and rosacea. So if you know you're a big studier, like go to you know scholar.google.ca, type in rosacea and SIBO, and there was a 2008 study 
that was done. And this study really demonstrated that rosacea patient patients have a significantly higher amount of SIBO than the controlled group and that they had complete eradication in almost all of the people. Their rosacea went into regression and they were able to maintain these results. And this is strictly from rebalancing that microbiome and looking at that impact of SIBO. Because a really big connector here is something that we've talked a lot about is the gut-brain-skin access. For sure. And the gut-brain-skin access discusses how the health of each one of those or, or body systems, the brain, your gut, and your skin, all impact the health of one another because they talk to each other. The gut is often called the second brain because they have a direct connection. They're always in communication all day long. And you know, while this is an extremely basic example, think about when you get nervous and you get butterflies in your stomach, right? You're getting that physical reaction to something that you're thinking about. So while that was very rudimentary, you can kind of get the idea of how our mental and emotional state can be impacting our gut microbiome and also impacting our skin. So when we're dealing with those that rosacea, like we said, the mentally and emotional stressors are really, really important. And more women than men suffer with it. Mm-hmm. So let's just add that to our extra task list for today. And we're, we also, also often find that um, a predominant amount of women, 30 plus deal with rosacea as well. Yeah, 30 to 50 usually, like right into that menopause because not only rosacea, and this is what doctors will ask, how much alcohol do you drink? That's usually where they go right away. Are you suffering from alcoholism or, you know, some kind of that addiction from that? And where are you in your menses cycle Mm -hmm. if there is that menopause? Even though it goes up to 50, that's what they say, 30 and 50. The fact is, if somebody younger than that is suffering with rosacea, do you know how many times most doctors run a full and complete hormone panel? Oh, no. I know. It's not good. It's not a thing. Because you're too young. You're too young to have that issue. And you're like, oh, didn't realize there was a cutoff. But since we know that all of this is systemic of blood sugar stability, for sure, gut health, adrenal support, at the very least, you think we should be getting DHEAS tested mm-hmm. so that we can see how that we're using it. We can steal from all the other hormones like we've explained, right? The other thing is never, I always ask, I'm waiting because, you know, it's almost like I set myself up. I know. I'm like, oh, did your doctor ask you about your diet? No. no. What? Of course they didn't. No. Right? High acridonic acid, so pro-inflammatory foods or certain foods, or if our omega foods are imbalanced. I'm not even talking processed foods, but if our omega-3 foods or essential fatty acids are imbalanced, this can cause a pro-inflammatory. If we can emulsify the fats, we can get that oily skin, and next thing you know, you boom, you're on spironolactone or you're on Accutane because your skin matches, the oil of the skin matches the acne on the skin, and now it looks like you have a worse case of acne when at the end of the day, we needed some help breaking down our fats. Chris is hardcore about breaking down fats. You'll hurt. She tries to weave this into every podcast. I will. Every one. I'm, I'm going for numbers now. I'm just going to make sure. I'm going to, you know what we're going to start doing? We're going to start making notes. Yep. Cause we come in here and we do add a haddock and we all, you know, we go, but we're going to start doing notes just so I can smuggle it in there. So I don't forget. Smuggle it in, smuggle it in. So when we're looking at SIBO now, again, we're talking about SIBO predominantly because it is one of the biggest 
issues for rosacea sufferers. So there can be some other signs and symptoms that you can watch out for if you are dealing with SIBO. That would be gas, abdominal bloating, watery diarrhea, sometimes constipation, but in smaller cases, abdominal pain, maybe you're having some uh, nutrient deficiencies, especially your nutrients like vitamin A, uh, B12, vitamin D, and vitamin E, and also some mineral deficiencies with calcium and iron. And you can also get testing done for SIBO. One of the most common ones would be a breath test. This is a really like super non-invasive option. Uh, It's really just a breath test and it can determine if you are dealing with SIBO in most cases. So I would say it's not really common. I'm finding that they're doing more blood. Really? I've most commonly seen breath tests. I prefer breath tests because they're going to see it. Same with the lactose, but yeah, they're doing bloods. And I'm like, oh, but that's only what's circulating. I know. This stuff can hide. Mm -hmm. We have a whole internal vessel of great hiding spots. Exactly. So when we're dealing with SIBO, it's going to take a very specific protocol and again, depending on the person, it's going to you know, be specific foods you have to be eating that aren't feeding the SIBO. You need specific antimicrobials and specific uh, strains of probiotics in order to really get that SIBO under control. That's, again, why we highly recommend working with a practitioner who understands rosacea and understands SIBO in order to properly eradicate it. Because you don't want to be putting a ton of effort in and then not seeing any results. But again, this is where we got to remember 12 to 18 months, you got to give yourself a time. Of course, there's instances where we see rosacea uh, and SIBO clear up a lot quicker, but at at an absolute bare minimum, 90 days, like bare, bare minimum. Yeah. And when you're coming in, you know, for acne and you're bringing in rosacea and eczema and psoriasis, I'm just going to kind of go with skin at this point. You want the acne gone. The acne, again, is the very last thing to go. I know. it's And it sucks, right? I wish we could be like, hey, body. I know you want to like mm-hmm. sleep well and poop and all those other things, but like if we could just clear up the skin, I'm going to, I'm going to an event this weekend. Like that would be so helpful. Yes. Just going to an event. It's all fun and, and giggles. But it's like, what if the body, side note, what if the body's doing this to be like, no, 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 I ain't clearing your skin up until I get everything fixed in here. I'm going to, I'll give you that reward once you've done it all for me. Yeah, because it's taken a long time to even get where we need to go, right? So when we're looking at conventional medical treatments, again, those topical steroid creams for rosacea more so because of the veining. However, we see it with regular acne too. If it's more cystic sometimes, we have to be careful. The antibiotics kill everything, but then feed So we can be perpetuating that dysbiosis. So people with rosacea tend to suffer more or people with acne tend to suffer more. That's where it comes in a commonality. Oh yeah, the antibiotics, they do like, they often will work pretty well while you're on it. But when you come off of it, the problem's almost always worse because not only did you not fix the original gut health issue, you made it a bajillion times worse because you effectively took an antibiotic, which is essentially a nuclear bomb for your gut. You wiped out all of the good and bad bacteria, but you allow the bad bacteria and yeast to set up shop shop and proliferate and just take over your gut microbiome. So then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, my acne, my rosacea is back. Exactly. When we go in, I mean, I don't even know in this, this year so far, probably 10 clients of mine because there's magnitude of other coaches inside the clear skin solution. But I have probably about 10 clients that have rosacea. Yep. And when I say rosacea, 
rosacea. Like, you know, if you're suffering with rosacea, you know what I say, rosacea. Yes. Like it's, it's, it's painful. It's bright and it's often on the lower, it's blotchy, lower part of the, everywhere. So it's the lower part of the forehead, like the tops of the cheek, you know, like the tops of your cheekbone, maybe the tip of your nose and maybe some chin. And sometimes for some clients, we see it under the eyes as well. So it's, it's a very centralized situation, mm-hmm. very painful, very red, very inflamed, very raw. So when we go into the gut, knowing that there's a possibility of that SIBO, knowing, knowing about all the intricacies of the body, but not knowing the exact strains, fair? Because everybody's going to have different strains. For sure. Because they might be just eating a lot of pickles. That culture's that strong. Go back to that probiotic from last week. Go back to that probiotic. But that's what I'm talking about. So what happens is when we get into that gut, I often see clients with rosacea flare. Absolutely. You will get flares on the journey. And I'm not talking flare, flare. Like big flare. I'm talking red, massive, heat, flare. And I think this is, again, another important thing to know, and we say it all the time, because there... You, you will always have a flare on the journey. It will never be a linear, straight, you know, point A to point B, no bumps in the road. So don't panic that when you are working through a protocol with a practitioner, it's specific to your body. You've done the testing. We know the things are happening. All the right things are in place. You will get a flare on the journey. Just accept it. We got to, we, we got to work on our mindset. And whenever I've gone through my own uh, protocols and I have a, a flare of my symptoms, absolutely. It's not fun. Totally want to validate how much that sucks. But when I see a symptom like come back like gangbusters, I'm like, oh my God, yes, we're doing it. We figured it out. I'm hitting the nail on the head. So as much as it sucks to deal with these symptoms right now, I'm excited because it means we're moving in the right direction. Often functional nutrition and functional medicine, it's called the healing crisis. Yeah. And we're going to go through it. Even at small levels, we go through it. Think about when someone takes an antibiotic, they go through it. Their symptoms often don't improve right away. They can worsen. It's the same kind of concept. When we get into that gut, when we start looking at the rosacea and it flares, you better believe right after that, we are hardcore supporting the liver, continuing with gut, because that never goes off the table ever. It's not even, it's not even in our vocabulary, but liver, lymphatic and nourishing the skin at this point. Because it's just like the skin barrier is destroyed. And so many rosacea sufferers are terrified to put anything on their skin because it gets, can get worse and get more inflamed and get more painful. And in our experience, you know, having worked with so many rosacea clients at this point, it's almost never the same skincare. Like we have one client that'll do like, right? So when we're talking about different ingredients to watch out for, of course, Ashley, our esthetician in the Clear Skin Solution is going to be able to make a recommendation based on their protocol, what they're doing and what's happening with their skin. So some ingredients that we could be including in our skincare would be ceramides, azelaic acid, aloe, you know, really nourishing, really repairing for the skin because we really want to love up the skin barrier. A lot of rosacea sufferers have destroyed their skin barrier. So this is where we highly recommend working with an esthetician, you know, letting them see what's going on, talk to them about your symptoms when it comes to your your, your, um, flares of your rosacea and get those nourishing ingredients. Yeah, these ingredients are calming. They reclaim the pH balance of the skin so that we're not reculturing that bacteria. 
And Katie, I have to give you accolades. Oh. It's a little bit late. I, get an I don't accolade? know if you said it, but you get an accolade. You were like rocking out minerals like nobody's business earlier. I know. I knew Chris was, I was waiting for you to jump in and you never did. So I was like, she's going to come back around to this because Chris is our mineral, mineral guru over here, right? So if you don't know, here in the Clear Skin Solution, we run a hair trace mineral analysis for every single client that comes through the doors because we test, we don't guess. And Chris, what do you find is a really big connection? And we when we say hair trace mineral analysis, the short form for that is HTMA. So Chris, when we're looking at the HTMAs specifically for the rosacea clients, what are some connectors and issues that you're seeing? We're going to look for acidity. Where is the body in its pH level? Do we have high strontium, calcium, magnesium, and barium, for example? Not only that, that's going to correlate to the diet. There's no hiding. There is no hiding. So you can try, you can try, but I'm going to see it, right? We also have to look at the adrenal health, the stress-like response, the vitality of everything. Because remember, we talked about that blood sugar instability. We talk about how it throws off DHEA and zinc and copper. You've heard me say that before. That's hormone health. So we're going to look at correlation. However, a big one is molybdenum, which can be more systemic with that leaky gut, that SIBO, along with the client's history. It is not by itself. Copper is beautiful. Copper helps the, oh my gosh, it helps get out bacteria. So if copper and molybdenum aren't playing nice together, hello, we just have an open door. Total weight of toxicity, we're going to see if there's heavy metals. One little nugget that is often missed by many practitioners in the nutritional element panel is when the mainly structural and the mainly cofactors are depleted. So meaning excess and or in depletion, usually excess meanings malabsorption and mainly cofactors being depleted as in like running down, very minimal. So we want to look at diet first for sure. That's going to give us an indication that if you're eating and you're not absorbing, who's eating and absorbing? So there's a lot. We don't ever, and I'm really big on this, we don't ever, not once, look at one mineral. Never. It is it is a correlation. Mm -hmm. It's in how it's responding. It's significant ratios to see how the body and systems and the organs and all of these. Do we have, do we have the supporting minerals to detoxify? Do we have selenium? Do we have sulfur? Because again, we have to go back to that liver. I will tell you, so many rosacea clients come in like, I did a liver cleanse, a liver detox. Those are the two fancy words that go along with liver. And I am suffering. My face is worse. I don't feel good. Yeah, it was not in the right sequence. Mm -hmm. So that sequence is going to be really big. We have to massage, nurture, and love that body. We have to reclaim the pH balance. We have to look at opening the filtering organs before we can even decide how. Because I don't, again, I can't tell you if your body's going to respond or how your body's going to respond. The body always responds. So I shouldn't say if your body, because it always responds. But I know how your body's going to respond. So being able to go in with nurturing supplements, the right food panel, so that you can start getting some effective gain. Isn't that nice versus, oh yeah, go on this super heavy duty therapeutic protocol. You just came from Chick-fil-A and McDonald's twice, three times, four times a week. And now I'm going to tell you you're eating kale and, you know, just to fancy it up, we're going to throw in some pumpkin seeds. Yeah. You, not a thing. No, not a thing. Like you're out. I'd be out. 
Oh, for sure. I've already asked Katie to show me the menu just, you know, when I visit, you know, hey, hey Katie, you know, you get what you I get over here, menu. Chris. I'm not making six <laughs> meals. Everybody eats the same at our house. I have a funny feeling between Archie and Suri will be Chris's dish. <laughs> uh, and that's my dogs, by the way, for anybody who's wondering. That would definitely be the dogs. Definitely the dogs. So yeah, in the HTMA, lots going on in there. Again, Katie accolades on just rocking out all those beautiful minerals because Katie did give a prelude as to what that is. Essentially, I really truly believe that minerals, and I mean, it's just not my school of thought, but minerals, because it's a cofactor of so many functions inside our body, that when they deplete, that's when we get symptoms. The end. The end. How do we get rid of the symptoms? Replete the minerals. It's a pretty easy concept. Absolutely. So when we're looking at rosacea versus acne, we can see that while they have some similarities... There's a lot of di- uh, a lot of differences between the two, and we really need to be approaching it in a slightly different. Like it's almost like a same same different when it comes to acne and rosacea. So when we're looking at rosacea, okay, you're probably thinking, well, what are some actionable things I can start doing right now? The first thing for sure would be focusing on that anti-inflammatory diet. Go over to my blog, type in best diet. It's right there. And really what you're focused on is eating foods that reduce inflammation in the body and avoiding foods that increase inflammation, like that redness, irritation in the skin. So you want to be, you know, think lots of vegetables, um, lots of some beautiful, like nutrient dense fruits, high quality protein, some healthy fats in there. We want to be getting that rotation, really eating the rainbow, getting all of the lovely different antioxidants in there, making sure we're digesting our fat so we can get those wonderful, you know, omega-3 fatty acids that are repairing the skin um, as well. But we really want to be cautious of the foods to avoid even more so with rosacea. So obviously we already mentioned the cinnamon, the spicy, the caffeine, uh, gluten is going to be a really big one. So avoiding um, all of those pro-inflammatory foods. And you're like, but Katie, it's not fun. Do we like having rosacea more? Like that's really what it comes down to. When everyone's, and whenever someone's like, I don't know if I want to do this protocol, I'm like, well, your option is to stay where you're at and suffer where you're at. Or option B is to do a short-term pain, long-term gain protocol in order to get after the root to clear up your skin. Which option do you want? Option A or B? There's no wrong answer because it comes down to you as the individual. But if we're really focusing on those anti-inflammatory foods, the ones we want to be giving a miss to are the refined vegetable oils, like the canola oil and the rapeseed oil and the peanut oil and the soy oil and the cotton oil, all of these very inflammatory oils that are just like causing inflammation havoc through the body. Really watch out on the refined sugars. So the cane sugar, the white sugar, really instead opt for things like raw honey, small amounts of raw honey, maybe some monk fruit, making sure we're watching that blood sugar and we're not just copiously going into uh, blood sugar instability with things like refined carbohydrates. So making sure that you're eating whole gluten-free grains, like say some quinoa. Now remember, this is just a base. This is not a SIBO-specific diet. This is like if I need to start somewhere, this is where we want to start before you go into those more therapeutic SIBO ways of eating. I'm really giving a miss to the trans fats, to the alcohol, to all of the foods that are going to be really pumping up the inflammation. So Chris, is there anything you wanted to add? Oh, since I already broke the co- the chocolate, I might as well go with coffee, tea. Well, I said caffeine. Yeah. I just want to be very specific because a lot of people are like, oh, but I drink decaf. There's still caffeine in there. That is enough and it's trace. And there's enough in there that can still trigger the reaction because there's not enough gut healing done. 
Another one is citrus tomatoes. I have yet met a client with rosacea that hasn't had a reaction to that. It's that pH balance, right? Oh, bananas. Sorry. Mm, yeah, that's a sad one. I feel that. I feel that one. Bananas. That one. That one's a little hard. But based on those foods, I mean, artificial sweeteners, Ooh. that's not going to be, that's not going to be a artificial good one. Sweet- I know we'd, no. we, I think they're just in our brains that we just were like, ah, no, not doing. Like I've, I've crossed them out of my brain. I just don't even think about them because artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors and artificial colors, like those three things are like the absolute devil to me. No, no, no. Do not ingest. Like don't eat like awful because like the food dies alone, massive issues on brain inflammation. The yeah, red and yellow. Oh gosh. I can't even tell you. I mean, blue's beautiful, but it shouldn't be in food. And I mean, it, unless it's the blue, blue magic spirulina that's naturally blue. Have you tasted that though? I did. I have, I had it as a latte this morning. It was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make you one. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm going to be latte up. I mean, I've got I have, be a latte. Apparently I have to drink a matcha because you think they're delicious. Uh-huh. Now we have a blue spirulina, a matcha. Okay. Or sorry, latte. I was a barista in high school at a local coffee shop. So my latte game is real strong. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to do that. We're going to film it. We'll film it. We're going to put it on our, our Instagram stories. Chris taste testing the, the Katie's lattes. So what I do want to add is some things that we can tell people to get yeah. going on, right? Like the castor oil. Oh yeah. It's gentle. It's supporting. We can put it over the liver. Not too long when you're first starting out because sometimes people over detox. We don't want to be shunting things through. Chlorophyll rich foods. Again, we don't want to go in over the top with... Copper, but chlorich foods, they're really supportive to the cleaning out that blood. So what would be some chlorophyll-rich foods for us? Dark green leafy veg. I'll leave your imagination open to whatever it is you want, whatever you can do. Dark green. The darker, the better. I love that you said protein. I like to add complete protein because mm-hmm. some people, you know, they like to just eat the egg white or the, the egg yolk or... They don't want to include vegetable sources or it's really getting an array, that variety and rotation within the realm of cleaning up. First, we always say we want to put food in, then we want to clean up. So if you are undernourished, if you are missing meals, if you get shaky, hangry, doing all those things, blood sugar instability, let's balance the blood sugar first because that adrenal connection is going to exasperate the reaction of the rosacea. And, you know, of course, I was going to say, get yourself out of sticky situations because anybody who's rosacea knows as a sufferer myself, really, really knows that when you get caught off guard, your face will light up like a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. that That's my hardcore one. Mm-hmm. There, there's my thing, right? Like that's like, you know, that's like a social anxiety, like trigger. Absolutely. It's like, oh, if I go there and they say that, whatever, and I'm going to get red and then they're going to say, but with rosacea, the other little nugget is rosacea. When it starts to go down, Mm -hmm. it blotches. Even worse for me. The blotchy skin. People are like, oh, what's going on? The nosy. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the longer we leave the rosacea or the gut health, the more it perpetuates into ongoing chronic and or underlying infection. For me, you know what 
triggers my rosacea mm. when my EBV comes out. Interesting little component there, the old Epstein-Barr virus. Epstein-Barr. That's going to be bam. a whole episode. So yeah, that's what happens to me. Yeah, we should. Yeah, next year. We'll do, we'll do it for season two in 2024. I can't believe that's 2024. Like, how wild is that? I can't even believe where we are this year. It's like I've blinked and I forgot all lapse of time. Oh, there's just It's just one long blur. So It's just a blur. What, and one thing that I wanted to add in before we finish up is some other things to avoid is the environmental toxins, right? So oh, yeah. the secondhand smoke, you know, eating organic whenever you can for your budget, getting things that are lower on the, on the pesticide residue, watching for, you know, the, um, the BPAs in like your plastic bottles and can linings. But one that we see a lot on that hair trace model analysis, Chris Brown, heavy metals. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, fish sources, for sure, and the mercury. Watching those. Now, listen, <clears throat> we really don't want you cutting out fish because it's essential fatty acid, and that, in fact, helps, helps your skin. rosacea, okay? And helps skin just in general. We have to get it from the diet. There are types and sources. There's also this little thing called moderation, so I want to be very clear. We can eat certain types of fish up to certain amount of times. You know, Katie's going to go and post this fish recipe, or she's going to go and do this chicken recipe, or she's going to add in. It does not necessarily mean that's for you. If you are an avid no fish kind of gal like myself, only because it's just gross. I love I wish fish. I would wish I wish I wish I, I could love, love it. it. But I, I, do, I really do wish I could love it. I just, it's just not my jam. The thing is, is, She's going to give an array, right? Because we have vegans, we have pescatarians, we have a bunch of different people with different eating styles. So as those blogs come in, please love and nourish them. If they're not for you, move on and find something because everything on there and every client I work with, I always send them back to Katie's blog. I'm like, okay, there isn't anything on there unless they were working specifically, I'll say avoid, but there isn't anything not on there that isn't delicious. I made your Caesar hemp and salad dressing. Love. I got a check mark from not okay. only myself, two okay. children. The third wouldn't try That's it. Fine. We don't need a third child. And, That's fine. Get rid of her. And it was a win. You want to know why? Oh, mama, this is way better than the last oh, one you tried. Oh, yes, kids. Well, two of the three can come So we over. will take it. And you want to know what? When I was like, oh, uh, Kristen's family is coming in a couple of weeks for dinner. I was going to make the hemp heart Caesar. So it was a win. Bam. Now we know I can make it. But it's a win. We'll, you only need to bring two of the three children. The one that didn't like it, she can stay behind. I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> we'll, we'll just line them up and Katie hmm. will just have like a, a questionnaire, right? Don't worry. Can you stand outside? You're going to have to wait in the garage. Yeah. So really what I'm saying is I don't want the food fear. Mm. So that's why I say when you go to the blog and you see this, it doesn't re resonate with you. Skip. Katie's not going, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go pump out all these because I think, no, it's systematic. It goes with the time. It goes with in-season. You're really good with that, throwing recipes oh, yeah. out for in-season. I'm the recipes, like real hardcore. Seasonal, holidays, all the things. Absolutely. So please just go check, start trying. If it's not working, if you're Versatia, hands down, go work with someone mm -hmm. because it's I'll complex. tell you, it's as somebody that has it, it's not fun. Mm -mm. And those heavy metal sources 
Of course, everyone automatically goes to the mercury and fish, which can end anywhere from low to high levels in there. But you're going to be getting heavy metals in a lot of other places. Like you can be, you know, I live in Niagara, which is a really big growing region. You're going to be finding that in some of the pesticides and the things that are being yeah, the spraying onto the crops. So you can also be getting aluminum, like aluminum, if you cook a lot in aluminum foil. So let's give aluminum foil a miss. Or if you have aluminum cookware, or if you, you know, like you really have to be- Deodorant. Yeah, deodorant is a big one for aluminum. So making sure you're opting for a natural deodorant. So really just mean more cognizant of your heavy metals and where they're being and where where they are in your day to day. Especially barium, because it's so interconnected to the pH balance in your body. Chlorine and fluoride sources come into there, but it's also what makes white sugar white. So can I just say back to diet? Back to diet, everybody. Back to diet. But barium also hides. Another interesting spot is the, so the glass lock and lock, right? The glass storage containers. We all want to move to the glass storage versus the plastics because of the hormone disruptors, the leaching. However, the caveat here is if you notice, there's kind of two shades of glass lock and lock. There is the clear one, but then there is the one that has the blue tinge. And what does the blue tinge mean, Chris? Barium. Blue, green, tinge, barium. Ikea is really notorious. Please don't go tell them because I don't want to get in trouble. And Pyrex, major leader in the industry and one of the highest, since my last research, highest levels of barium found in their glassware. Any other sneaky spots that we see heavy metals pump, uh, pop up in our acne clients day to day? Lead, lipstick, cosmetics, huge with lead, tattoos, lead pipes, which because you can't see them. This is like your internal system, right? The lead pipes that come into the house, these types of things, that's going to lower the zinc. It's going to throw off your hormones. And then we're just going to get a medley mass and a breeding ground for all of those beautiful things, right? All right. So we compared them. We got acne. We got rosacea. Across the board, anti-inflammatory. If you need to go back and re-listen to it, we highly recommend you do because you'll pull additional nuggets out. But next week, we got a real popular topic coming in for you, and it's all things teen acne. It's been a long time coming. I am. It's been a long time coming. We are stoked. I'm pumped because, you know, it's that, that's the thing is with acne, we always look at it as a teenage problem. But obviously in our world, we deal with adult women. So we still wanted to give a little bit of love to the teens and more so the moms because it's always the caregiver that is reaching out asking us, like, what can I do for my 16-year-old's acne? So we know it's going to be a, a lot of moms and caregivers listening next week. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on the Clear Skin Chronicles. We'll see you next Wednesday with a brand new episode. Remember to subscribe to the show and drop us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris.